Hello everyone and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today I am joined once again by Alex and we're going to be discussing Jane Eyre. Hello everyone. So I have a fan cast for you. Ooh, yes please. I, If you remember, uh, listeners, um, Alice and I tend to do this a lot whenever we record. So um, we were talking about fan casting for Akatar. So now I have found one single fan cast and that's all I have to offer because I'm terrible at this. But I think for our small vampiric child, it should be Bella Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 100% yes. Absolutely. Hold on. I just need to confirm something. No, they're, you, uh, they have just... Yeah, they've got the face of mm-hmm. a Victorian orphan who is also wise yeah. with, like school governess uh Mm -hmm. abilities and there is something i think a little i'm just gonna say vampiric uh i can see it yeah it to me like same energy as like tilda swinton swinton yes tilda my love other earthly kind of face like knows too much what do they know i don't know but something (laughs) Right, and I I want to know it, but I feel like if I knew it, it might break my brain. So yeah. we're just gonna. Oh, like, no. I know. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say that's that's a very good one. Uh, I'm fully yeah. on board with this. I know there's like this whole thing about people talking about uh, actors' faces and like how some people just have like a very Victorian face, whereas like other people have way too modern of a face. Hundred percent. And like. Bella Ramsey has a Victorian face, and I love it. I'm obsessed with them. I think that, yeah. Hey, Hollywood, um, can we redo Jane Eyre? I know it's been done a million times at this point, but uh, Bella Ramsey as Jane needs to happen. So uh, if you're listening, Hollywood, get on it. Please. I have nothing else to contribute to the casting except this single actor, please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right this is the extent of my genius but you will note that it is extremely genius so yeah. let's just go with that cast everyone around them <laughs> yes uh just there is your your nexus and just build from there very good the other thing that brings me joy is the fact that they look so ageless that like you don't have to recast at all for like them being a child Absolutely. all the way up to like where we are now <laughs> Absolutely. They could absolutely start as like our vampire waif staring mm-hmm. at the reeds and then just go all the way from Lowood yeah. to haunting uh, the halls of Thornfield. Absolutely. I just, I think all you have to do is like clever camera angles, make them look shorter and like, you're fine. I'd believe that they're 10. They have a range of age. Yeah. 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 A lot of people don't have that. Mm-mm. It's that unearthliness, you know? I'd love it. I'm obsessed. All right, well, now uh, I will know what I'm picturing as I read the rest of this book. Thank you. Yeah, reading chapter 16 with that in my brain definitely helps. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so we are on to chapter 14. So, Mr. Rochester, barely there. Nobody knows where he is. He's off doing something. And they're like, see you when you see you. 
He's a busy man, okay? His leg's fixed. He hates people coming into yeah. his house. So he's going to go to them. And honestly, relatable. Same. I, too, also hate people coming into my house unannounced. Yeah. So. Don't love it. Even on business. It's just like, mm-hmm. okay, and um, you're still here? Okay. Yeah. Alex, I've been here for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw the other day. I, I always feel like I bring up TikTok a lot, but it's fine. It's my main social media platform at this point. But I saw this other day where, you know, have you seen those buttons that people's pets use to talk? Yes, I hate them. Continue. <laughs> I saw someone's cat um, get up, look at the people that have been there for way too long, because apparently it would have been past everyone's bedtime, and just smack the buy button and stare at them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, that is that is an acceptable use of the pet talk pad, because... Yeah. I mean, so Finn is my tiny dog, and whenever he's ready for bed, he just leaves um he just like takes himself upstairs doesn't matter what we're doing he'll just be like goodbye uh and that's usually like my cue to also go to bed (laughs) but if he i'm sure that if he had the ability he would be like it's 7 p.m we're going to bed now smash that (laughs) smash that bed button (laughs) yeah moon she has fomo like she needs to be involved in everything so we have a bed set up in the living room and so like the other day i tried to set her in her little big bed that she likes the best and i was like okay we're you know go to bed you're tired like she's yawning she can't keep her eyes open she keeps curling up in weird locations i'm like just go to bed it's fine kiss her on her little head put her to bed and i go back out into the living room and like less than a minute later she like strolls out yawning the whole time (laughs) looks at us gets into her christmas tree bed and lays down and i'm like okay you know you could just like go in your more comfortable bed where it's quiet and dark but it's fine that is not where the people are so false i want to be where the people are (laughs) yeah little sweetie yeah it's adorable and i love her for it but also i'm like this can't be nice like do you want this do you don't you just want to go to sleep (laughs) sleep less important than time with humans truly like the only reason she's actually under that blanket is because i was laying there and then she fell and passed out and then i snuck out yes and got here (laughs) so i await her waking up it's gonna be yeah i give it like 30 minutes all right we'll move swiftly then yeah. <laughs> which is not a thing we're capable of doing but no, no, we will it's try fine. it's all in the details right people come to us for our humor absolutely so um she passes mr rochester in the hallway he barely acknowledges her presence and i'm like go off yes <laughs> uh he's just so he's so Such moody ass. he's so moody every day it's like is he is he gonna is he gonna say hello or is he just going to bite my head off yeah totally totally not a toxic work environment at all Mm-mm, mm-mm. i mean we've all had those kinds of managers right <laughs> we absolutely have uh and there's no hr department at thornfield mm-mm. uh mrs it's fairfax mrs. <laughs> might be it but she'd just be like oh he's just being mr rochester don't worry about it she just pulls the well, if a boy hits you, it means they like you. <laughs> that is absolutely her vibe. Oh my god. Boys pick on you when they think you're cute. 
<laughs> and Jane, who has literally, I don't know, met three men in her life, is like, well, they've all been terrible, so I guess. I must be the hottest person alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I love Jane. I love her innocence. It's pretty good. So he summons Adele and he's like he's like, y'all come down. Here you go, Adele, a present. And she's like, oh my god, this is the best. You're actually giving me attention. And then he's like, go away. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I have brought you a present. Now be quiet and leave me alone. Oh my god. She's a Victorian uh, iPad child. Absolutely yes. He's like, (laughs) uh, open your box. It's, uh, I don't know. You're not that smart, so it might take you a while. That'll give me time. He like duct tapes it. Yes. Use your tiny child knife. Right. Use your tiny child fingernails to open that up. Yeah. Good luck. I just imagine her like painstakingly for an hour, slowly tearing off the edges of the duct tape. Inside is just a rock with eyeballs <laughs> on it. Cla- that is Mr. Rochester style, a hundred percent. I am a friend of ours for Christmas. What they do is they wrap presents in like twine so you have or like not twine yarn so they have you have to like unyarn it it's great fucking cruel i love it it takes forever it's so good you are not allowed it's like mr rochester is like the taskmaster in that show Mm -hmm. taskmaster he's like you have to open this present but you may not use any tools (laughs) be creative adele go on (laughs) just only teeth teeth fingernails just like the fire poker vanishes at one point it's like nope not for you Mm -mm." here you go weird rabid kid that lives in my house yes figure that out and entertain yourself right so i don't have to which is i also brought you a dog chew toy unrelated but you know so if you get bored move on (laughs) It smells like peanut butter in here. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) So he summons Mrs. Fairfax uh, basically to entertain Adele. So like they're just like both staring at this present. This entire, entire interaction tickles me so much. He's like, Adele and Jane come down. Adele, play with this fucking present because I can't deal with you. Mrs. Fairfax, fucking deal with Adele, because I can't deal with either of you. And he's like, you know what sucks, Jane? Having to interact with children and old people. (laughs) And that's all I've got in my life, and you. Yeah, (laughs) literally, literally. Adele's like, how was your day? And he's like, fuck off. (laughs) Just shut up, Adele. Oh my god, I can't, I don't have the energy to handle you right now. It's like, like, Mr. Rochester never has the energy to handle Adele. Let us be clear. Like, honestly, what a vibe, but also <laughs> chill. Like, like, literally the worst guardian I can think of is just, it's just like, uh, so, you know, the uh, the social services people come in like, so, Mr. Rochester, you're thinking of uh, adopting Adele. Could you tell us what your parenting style is like? Neglect. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, literally. She'll have a nice house. I don't know. She'll be rich. What else? Like, what else am I supposed to do? Like, give her love? Give mm. her attention in this economy? In this 
economy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, I'm supposed to be like there. She's got a nurse. Why? Why do I? Why would we I have, have to, a like, Mrs. Fairfax? Interact? We have a nurse. We have a Jane Eyre. <laughs> That's three people. Yeah. We maybe have a Grace Poole if things get really desperate. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. What more could a growing child need than this? All of these people who have never interacted with another human being before. Nope. They will all be awkward together and it will be glorious. And, you know, I'm going to teach her a lot about morality because I only hire ugly people. It is in their contract. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's like uh, she will be the most attractive person there. Um, so she'll have that going for her, which is nice. I don't know what is up with Charlotte Bronte, except for the fact that she like considers everyone to be the ugliest people she's ever seen in her entire life. Like, who yep. is she comparing them to? Like, I want to know what a hot person looks like for her. Well, we will find out. Okay. We will because, find out. Because, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, it's bad. Uh, it's <laughs> just like everyone is a goblin. Uh, a yeah. northern English goblin. Yeah. She's like, they're ugly, they're mean, um, they aren't good at anything, and they're all a waste of space. So, (laughs) I mean, this is what you get when you spend your childhood on the moors with, like, two sisters that are equally, like, creative, but probably annoying, and a wastrel of a brother. You're just like, everything sucks, people suck, I hate this. (laughs) Do all of her stories take place on the moors? Because I really hope so. Uh, no. They do not. Okay. This, th- but this is like the archetypal uh, Charlotte Bronte Moore's story. Even okay. though Thornfield is like in a forest, it's still like... The vibe is the Moors. Absolutely. Uh, we can feel the Moors coming in through the forest. Uh, there are swamps and heaths out there. Is the Moors in the room with us? <laughs> it's not the Moor on the landscape. It's the Moors in your heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can take the book out of the Moors, but you'll <laughs> take the moors out of the book correct (laughs) so um he then calls adele a brat for no reason (laughs) i mean i think his contempt is pretty clear it's just like oh my god this man he hates this child or like is is it is not it is on the wrong side of indifference we'll say it's Mm -hmm. like indifference bordering on like it's not contempt but uh, no it's uh, getting there it's getting there. It's yeah, we're hovering. If Adele yeah. does one or two more things that Mr. Rochester did not like, we are fully in contempt mode. Like she literally has grandparents and he was like, "No, I'm going to whisk her away to England." So, correct. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I know she doesn't speak a lick of English. I barely speak French. Her mom was hot, but let's go." Away we go. <laughs> No, I mean, uh, Mr. Rochester clearly makes good life decisions. Um, yeah, he's known and for his sound. <laughs> sound judgment. <laughs> you know, like calling Jane Eyre a witch who obviously <laughs> cursed him to break yes. his leg. <laughs> uh, just a normal response uh, yeah. to a human who lives in your house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in your employment, nonetheless. Which he forgot. This is one of my favorite parts of this scene is he's like, Jane, you're going to like take orders from me sometimes. Right. And like not bitch about it. And she's like, I don't know. Like you pay me to take orders. And he's like, what? I pay you? I fucking forgot about that. 
It's like, oh my god, this man. Who's balancing his books? Probably Mrs. Fairfax, because she seems to do all the actual work around here, in addition to being, you know, a dotty old lady. Bless her heart. He gives me the energy of, like, math is witchcraft, so women have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like his problem is that his brother probably did the math, and he was, like, taught how to do, I don't know, things like glare at people, brood. Be hot, get drunk, (laughs) party. Yeah, that's his education. And so now he's yes. like, fuck, I, I wasn't trained for this. I wasn't trained to do math. math? Raise children? No. Whomst? Not I. <laughs> Not I. All I do is flirt with pretty ladies, play piano, sing. That's all I know. <laughs> what more do I need to do to run this house? Truly. Everything you, you just, me... what? Yeah. just gets taken care of. Which is great. Whenever I need math, I flirt with Mrs. Fairfax. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, I hate it. (laughs) Whenever I need the weird orphan in my house tutored, I flirt with Jane. What else am I supposed to do? What's a man to do? Nope. He's truly uh, bound by his time and his place. Poor fella. Yep. So he also does mention that um, he can't stand the sound of children, which I think is pretty obvious. Um, and then he said, June, June, Jane, <laughs> sit your ass by me, bring a chair to the fire. Let's talk. Let's socialize. Um, out of the blue, he turns to Jane and he goes, so do you think I'm like hot? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is my fucking favorite thing in the entire <laughs> book so far. Just like Jane has spent pages being like, he is a weird looking fuckhead. And then he's just like drunk and like, Jane, am I hot? And she's like, no. Just no hesitancy. She's like, uh, no. Just like, absolutely not. She's like, you're actually the ugliest man I think I've ever seen. Now, granted, she has seen three men. Like three men in her life, which, you know. Still in the top three. (laughs) Uh, but one of them's her cousin and the other one's uh, the creepy priest dude. So, like, I would think the competition wouldn't be as strong, uh, yeah. but apparently it is. It is. It's a it's a tough field. Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> I I love this interaction because he's like, so like twirling his hair with his finger. He's like, so like, what about me? Do you think is ugly? <laughs> She's like, let me count the ways. <laughs> It's like your nose leans to the left. Um, your eyes are like different sizes. Um, you got weird proportions. Like your yeah. arms are too long and your body is too square. Uh, your hair sucks. Uh, you what look else? Like a mouth breather. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's just like, uh huh. Great. Okay. Well, you're no looker yourself, Jane. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> just like roasts Jane back and she's like, wait a minute. Hold on, this isn't what I... No, no, no. She's like, did you not ask me what I found ugly? Like, I thought I was just supposed to list it all out. You wanted one thing? Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, (laughs) Hold on, it's so hard to decide what the ugliest part of you is. There's so many. Um, Just their lack of combined socialization or refusal to engage in social social activities is... It's so good. (laughs) It's just like two weirdos 
Mm-hmm. And Jane like doesn't want to be there. He's like, "Why are you moving your chair away, Jane? Come here." No, yeah. I can't see you. Come on. Come on. Jane's like slowly scooting backwards. Yes. And it's just like dragging on the ground because you know it's like this giant wooden chair. And she's like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> what What was that? She's oh like my. trying to cover it by coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. This whole scene is one of the most beautifully awkward conversations I've ever read in my life. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched like, kids that like were super um like they were homeschooled and they were super sheltered and then they like go off to college interact with each other no it's very similar to this okay all right there's just like filter is out the window <laughs> and you're like okay good right yeah oh oh my god and i love jane like getting it she's like I don't remember what part of his physiognomy she's like harping on, but she's like, I don't know. Your forehead's kind of like bumpy in the right places, uh, but like underdeveloped in other ways. And it's like, oh, oh my God. I think she like literally says that he has the air of someone who's never been attractive to. <laughs> like you're an ugly baby. You're an ugly teenager. You're an ugly young man. And now you're an ugly old man. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> big big you big yuck no thanks she said sometimes you smell like poo poo in the morning um we all know we've been too scared to tell you <laughs> right it's just like well you know what mr rochester don't ask questions you don't want the answers to you dumb dumb come on like at this moment he is very much learning that jane does not pull a single punch a day in her life no zero punches have been pulled and that's what happens when you grow up a vampire orphan waif in victorian england like jane is straight for the jugular and i'm here for it at all times honestly yes so then he's like okay you know it's been long enough i think i'm interested in getting to know you now and she's like okay great um and then he said all right speak and jane's just like <laughs> Oh my god. Just... And he's like, what are you, dumb? <laughs> oh my god. It's it's incredible. Like, they've been having this ongoing conversation, and he's he ruins it, and then gets upset he ruins it, because Jane is like, I don't fucking know what to say, man. What do you want me to talk about? You can't just tell me to speak. Like, yeah. about what? Yeah, what do you want to know, guy? Like... Also, Mr. Rochester, what is Jane going to talk about? literally her time with terrible relatives Mm -hmm. her time at a terrible orphanage school Mm -hmm. the time her girlfriend left and she was sad Mm -hmm. or about adele and i don't think any of those four things would interest him in any way shape or form yeah she's like i can tell you about my life or i can tell you about the creatures that haunt the house and underneath the bed and the one time i was locked in a room with a ghost that screamed murder right <laughs> what do you want to know <laughs> although honestly he would probably be like tell me more about the ghosts uh because yeah. he's a weirdo too but like yeah god rochester does not think before he speaks which is no. one of those one of those issues uh he is also unfiltered but in a different way i think mm-hmm. like jane is just blunt and he's just rude yeah there, and there is a difference uh um, yeah anyway 
like he's one of those people where it's like he'll pick out the meanest way to say something and jane just like the second it's like coming through her brain space it's already coming out of your mouth you know that's jane and i love that for her yes <laughs> it, it certainly makes her friends yeah truly i'm grimacing you can't see me but i'm grimacing really bad the all one of the girlfriends she had she's had two girlfriends thank you very much oh yeah i forgot about helen yes yeah. how could you forget about helen we spent so much time together <laughs> i don't know why i remembered the other lady i can't even remember her name but i forgot about helen for a second miss temple miss temple you're right mm-hmm. but like we died with helen helen died in our book arms uh yeah and then miss temple got married what a be cheated on her girlfriend to get married might i add cannot believe it yeah this is bullshit jane deserves better we are jane truthers here (laughs) ignore our first couple of recordings where we said that jane was the creepiest kid we've ever seen in our entire life ignore those no don't don't ignore those that's 100 percent why i am a jane truther like this tiny vampire waif deserves all of the good things because she may be creepy, she may be weird, uh, but she's delightful. It's like everybody that wants to fuck Mothman. I'm like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I get it. I get it, okay? Coming out and saying it. I get it. If you ever go have you ever seen the statue in Mount Pleasant? Mm-mm. Juicy ass. That's all you need to know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they spent time on that that (laughs) adding a little something to my google search later (laughs) there i have a photo next to it except um i was with my family so i could not take a photo of the booty without being like this is for research purposes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so um jane says she just can't start rambling for his amusement um, and he should probably try and ask her questions, and then she'll answer them. And he's like, ew, no. <laughs> it's astonishing that of the two of them, Jane somehow manages to know how to interact with other human beings more than Rochester does. It's it's astonishing. Literally. Yeah. She's had like four interactions in her entire life, and already off to a better start. <laughs> right. And he's way older than she is. He has had way more time to figure this shit out. And he has not. Yeah. He's like in his 40s and she's like freshly 18. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) So um, out of the blue, he's just like, just so you know, I had like a really shady past and a rough life. Like I've had it hard. And Jane's like, this doesn't help you get to know me at all. (laughs) Right. Jane looking around the mansion in which he lives is like, yeah okay rough got it yeah she's like um my entire family did abandon me and my parents died and then i got sent to a boarding school where the water froze and i couldn't eat three meals a day but like yeah i'm sure yeah i'm sure you had a harder life than i did Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. yeah it's really hard just like actually getting food but yeah (laughs) (laughs) not a problem 
<laughs> tell me more tell me more about how terrible it is like i'm not saying like fancy people don't have hard lives but i'm saying like don't talk to like poor people about no how hard ex- your life was. exactly uh 100 jane however is a master of getting all of that out of him though i mean he clearly wants to confess anyway and she's just like <laughs> nodding along like okay uh-huh yeah yeah Oh, oh! So you fell in love with a a, a French opera dancer? That's oh. cool. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, and uh, you bought her a lot of stuff. That's nice. Oh, and then she cheated on you with some jerk that you don't like. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. That's too bad. Oh, and then you shot him and <laughs> stole <laughs> stole the child that you had together after <laughs> Adele was abandoned. Okay, I see. That's okay. all very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I guess that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does sound really hard. And then I just, I like this part where um, he's like, my life is so hard. She goes, give it to God. It gets yes. like really preachy with him. She gets so he's preachy. Like, he's like, you are literally 18 years old. Like, I don't think you can really question a single one of my decisions right now. Because your uh, viewpoint of the world is the most narrow I think I've ever seen. Adele has more life experience yes. than you. And she's five. <laughs> Oh, he fucking roasts her for that. I love the mutual roasting in this chapter is brilliant. I'm le- I'm ready for their enemies to lovers arc. Honestly, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. I I I can sense that it's coming because one, he's the only man in existence, and like, if I know anything about novels of this time, it's that everyone's got to get married off. So correct and the weirder the dude the more likely he is to get married off mm-hmm. like the weirder the dude the hotter he is apparently that's what we know right it's absolute the the correlation of physical attractiveness and weirdness is directly proportional uh and the weirder you are the less hot you are but that actually makes you more hot on the inside yeah yeah they can talk to you about your hobbies so <laughs> your she, weird jane doesn't have to fill the silence you know that's all she wants right he'll just chatter on about his shitty life <laughs> uh, so jane literally is like listen this conversation has gotten very far out of my depth i really can't add anything here and he's like hmm probably right i, yeah, I guess you right. was using you as a therapist but okay fine <laughs> right he, he is paying jane but not enough for her to be performing this kind of therapy for him no she's like i need lots lots of uh you know teaching to handle the crisis that is your brain um so you're gonna have to find another therapist right seek professional help not here yeah not me not i so then he's like jane i think you're afraid of me and she's like dude i'm not afraid of you you're just really fucking annoying (laughs) right just like i don't know what's going on with you so i just avoid you it's fine Mm -hmm. so um then i have a note note about this man confuses the shit out of me i think he's trying to just describe that he's a shit person but i don't really know i think that there is some so I think Rochester is legitimately trying to connect, but mm-hmm. he f- he's carrying a lot inside, which mm-hmm. is not good. Uh, he has actually done some shitty things in his life, which we will learn about. It's not just stealing his 
maybe daughter. It's unclear yeah. if Adele is his daughter or not, but like whisking her away. Uh, and he's carrying a lot around him and he has no one to talk to, according yeah. to him, because he's bad at peopling. And so he's like, well, I have an, uh, an audience that is, cannot leave. It's a captive oh. audience. Yeah, I have a captive audience. So Jane, uh, let's chat. And uh, you you seem normal-ish. It, well, it's not that you seem normal. It's that you don't seem like Mrs. Fairfax. Thank God. Yeah. He's like, you seem like you'll actually kind of respond. Mrs. Fairfax just like, as soon as I start talking, she zones out. Um, and she's real glassy behind the eyes. And <laughs> like, that was cool for a minute. But then I just kind of got bored. And sometimes what I do is I stop talking she doesn't notice right she just keeps nodding <laughs> nodding and smiling oh god it's terrible honestly the only way to cope with this man is just to nod and smile you are not far off because he will do the talking and mm -hmm. you it doesn't i mean i think it matters somewhat who he's talking to but uh it doesn't matter at the end of the day he's just he is a broken soul that needs someone to talk to and he ain't got him contrary to popular belief by having a podcast i actually also don't enjoy talking so like <laughs> i do love this energy of jane just like sitting there and nodding along because sometimes that is my ideal conversation like sometimes i just don't want to contribute anything absolutely there are friends that i love dearly where when we go to lunch or dinner or whatever i speak 10 percent of the time because mm -hmm. They love to talk and I love to hear them talk. And all I want to do in that moment is eat my food and nod along and mm -hmm. agree or disagree, but probably agree. I My favorite friends are the ones you can sit in comfortable silences with. Because like while we're eating, I just kind of want to eat, you know, like I just I love just like silent eating, eavesdropping on the table next to us, giving eyes when we catch something interesting about the table next to us and not saying a single thing until we leave the restaurant and then being like getting in the car and be like, did you hear <laughs> what he said? Because I heard, I don't know. I don't know when you started listening, but when I started listening, like he said that he went to Nashville and, you know, I was hanging out with little miss Lucy. And I know that that girl's name is not Lucy. So, <laughs> uh, I think I think you and Jane would get along well. Then I feel like the two of you would just have a nice, companionable dinner and gossip the shit out of it afterwards. Because <laughs> absolutely, oh, I love gossiping when it hurts no one. That's my favorite kind of gossip. Is just you're never gonna see those people at the table next to you again, nope. ever. Nope. And so you can just kind of like talk a lot of shit when you get in the car. Be like, I cannot believe we. Oh, we. Uh, the first time I met all of my virtual friends in real life, we went out to a dinner, and behind us was sat this like god awful first date that was going terribly. Ooh. <laughs> Not a I... single word was spoken. It was just us going. <laughs> <laughs> This dude talked about every political no-no possible. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like five minutes. <laughs> it was wild. Uh, 
that's like a life goal of mine is to experience like a first date meltdown in real time because <laughs> uh it's a beautiful horrible thing to watch uh mm-hmm. from from the videos i've seen because i've seen those oh, but so uh good. yeah experiencing it in real life high mm-hmm. up my list of of, of goals Apparently we just need to go get lunch somewhere because it happens to me all the time. Like I just go get lunch. Maybe it's the times I get food is when mm. everyone goes on first dates. I don't know, but I there is many times I'm sat next to people just doing the wildest shit. Okay. Well, if we ever have lunch, I expect that you will establish a situation wherein I will get to observe a human meltdown cuz yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, I've seen some good ones. I'll try and like sneakily record it next time. I'll be like, this is what you get if we ever go to lunch. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So chapter 15. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's where we get all the details about Mr. Rochester and Adele's mom, whose name is Celine. Uh, they had like a little affair. She's an opera dancer. Well, I don't, I don't even know if it was an affair. I guess it was like kind of courting. But like, oh, they were totally banging. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were absolutely banging to the point where he's pretty sure Adele might be his. So... Right. <laughs> but Jane's fucking like, yeah, I looked at Adele and she like looks nothing like him. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think he's probably wrong. Yeah. Like wishful thinking. Like, I mean, we've all seen Game of Thrones. Like doing the uh, Venn diagram about the Lannisters all being blonde and yes. blue eyed. <laughs> I feel like Mr. Rochester and his uh, lady love in Paris would have benefited from the Maury show. Yeah. We need to know who is the father. And that would have been a hell of an episode. Quite frankly. Is it this uh, bachelor who's living in a mansion? Or is it the waiter from Two Doors Down? Just this absolute shitheel. Okay. (laughs) Which one are we referring to? Both. (laughs) <laughs> because they're terrible and you know like it would be a situation where this guy is still recovering from the fact that mr rochester shot him in a duel <laughs> and mr rochester would just be sitting there like glowering smoldering getting ready to throw chairs as soon as he possibly can worst part is i don't even think it was a duel like this dude just walked in the door and he's like pop no, no no he called him out Oh, okay. <laughs> he, says, he, says, he says that he called him out and they had a duel later and Mr. Rochester shot him in the arm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I thought they walked in the door and he was like, pa, pa. <laughs> So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> so, yeah. I just like that, like, someone totally set him up because they, like, let him into the house and on the balcony he's sitting outside and they're like it's really nice if you sit on the balcony this time of year and he's like okay i'm gonna sit on the balcony (laughs) he's sitting outside watches her and he's like maybe they're friends and then she's like making out with this rando (laughs) he's like oh no not that yeah but i love that he's like i shall conceal myself behind the curtains to see what is (laughs) truly going on and it's like you know what's going on man yeah you know we all know what's going on yeah it's pretty clear he like hides under the bed and then starts squeaking kind of thing 
And I love that he's left his card. So she fucking sees his card and they're like, oh, Mr. Rochester, that piece of shit. God, he's <laughs> annoying. He's just like sitting there while they're saying all of this shit, just like slowly getting purple. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. I mean, you're kind of a jackass, but you know, mm-hmm. you don't need to hear those things said. That's mean. Yeah. I mean, I was imagining him that this was like a sugar daddy, sugar baby situation. Oh, she's moved. She's right there. She it was. was, it, was like, it was like watching a shark or a Tremors under yeah. underground. It was beautiful. Oh, she's trying to plan her escape. She might need assistance. Oh. Today, when my partner oh, got back from the go. grocery store, yeah. Finn always sleeps in a blanket on our couch, and mm-hmm when she got home he had somehow jumped off with the blanket still on him and we found it just like in the middle of the dining room because that's where it fell off <laughs> it's just like it's like i don't care i just gotta go see my mom he's on he's on a mission yeah man on a mission doesn't matter if he's blanketed or not no just free balling but i imagine mr rochester as like a sugar daddy sugar baby situation and this is like her real boyfriend where she's like i just need to like get into his will and then when he dies like we can get married i'm trying to remember if he is already if he if his brother has died when this has happened i think he has so i think he's already yeah i think he's already rich so yeah, yeah. probably uh i think you're probably right definitely okay, a sugar like- daddy situation he just buys her fancy stuff with no seemingly commitment on her end. And she's like, yeah, I just like, we kind of schedule it out. Like I bang him every two months and then I get diamond rings every week. So, you know, it's a business and that's fine. As long as both people are consenting, but I don't think Mr. Rochester knew what was going on. Cause his reaction yeah. was, shall we say extreme? Yeah. Definitely. So he's still super pressed about it. Um, and then he's like, I, I'm i such a nice guy. I was like buying her presents. And Jane's like, ew. <laughs> so many Jane reactions to his stories are just like, gross. Gross, man. <laughs> yeah, all of Jane's reactions are just like, that's really gross. Mm, yeah, I don't... Mm, like she just treats him like he's like the scum under her shoe all the time right and then then she's like in her own little private jane Eyre world she's like i don't know maybe he is kind of handsome in like a weird not handsome way (laughs) i do like talking to him because uh, he's like the only person i can talk to but like that's nice i'm enjoying our conversations of me just absolutely dragging him Mm mm-hmm I want this like office style because I feel like every time it's her headspace, like I want those as like little office moments of her being like, yeah, so like I did kind of find it attractive when he called me the scum of the earth. Um, I don't know what that says about me. No, but I am kind of into it. It's weird. <laughs> She's like, I've heard about this thing called degradation and... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so so painfully accurate. 
So, uh, do, do, do. oh, we do find out the guy he shot was an officer, the one that Celine was going yep. home with. Um, and he's like, all of my feelings died right there. I'm like, that's not how feelings work. No, and in okay. fact, I, no, I think you had other more different feelings, maybe, including yeah. uh, rage and shootiness, which, mm-hmm. okay, my guy. So it be. Um, I literally had a note. I'm like, were they even in a committed relationship? Like, did she know? It is unclear, but I think I think you've honed in on uh, on the actual uh, relationship, which is I I think it's a sugar dad situation. Sugar yeah, dad situation. Like I can't see it being anything else. No, because he's awful. Like yeah. any any human being who is not Jane Eyre would be like this guy is a jackass and really mean and kind of weird no thank you like no one else is gonna get through the whole courting phase you know no absolutely not no they'll like talk to him once and be like oh Mm, no Uh, mm. i'm gonna go go, Uh, actually so mr rochester would be seated next to you at a luncheon for his first dates yeah yeah very mr collins energy honestly Ooh, that's interesting because there is a different character in this book that has very mr collins energy for me and we have not met oh. them yet but my opinion might change i don't think he like mr collins is i think too fastidious and like yeah stuffy Mr. Rochester is not stuffy. He's just a yeah. shit heel. Uh, now that said, Mr. Collins is also a shit heel, but like he's a pr- a religious prude too. Um, yeah. But I get Mr. the energy. Collins... Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say I get the energy of just like dude, you do not want to spend any amount of time talking mm-hmm. to. Like absolutely, that energy is the same for them. Yeah, I think Mr. Collins is probably closer to the priest guy we had before to be honest, but like same level of like, oh my God, this is the worst man I've ever met in my entire life. No, absolutely. And I, I, there, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but to this point, we have really just had shitty dudes. Uh, yeah. It's just been a string of them. I don't like any of them. I would, well, I love Mr. Rochester, but for different reasons, uh, but like, love to hate him. Right. Love to hate him. Would never want to be sat next to him mm-hmm. for a meal or anything because he would talk about himself and he'd be boring and then he would be insulting. And it's just like, yeah. Oh my God, man, can you not? Yeah. They'd be like, so did I tell you about my ex-girlfriend? And you're like, Oh my God, no, please don't do this again. Right. And then he's like, do you think I'm handsome? And you're like, Oh my God, man, stop it. You've asked Pick this me. question. Choose four me. Times. <laughs> right. me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm just such a nice guy. I don't know why none of the single ladies want to be with me. There is an amount of nice guy energy to Rochester, but at the end of the day, I do think he's self-aware enough to be like, I am a, I'm terrible right now. (laughs) Like I, I know that there is a reason why no one likes me and Mm -hmm. like, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Before, maybe I think that's true. I think he had very nice guy energy with Adele's mom, just like. Even though he's a sugar daddy and doesn't understand it. He's a recovering nice guy. He is. I think that's correct. 
he saw one Andrew Tate video and he's like, all right, maybe I should just like chill a little. <laughs> like, ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I feel like he wrote the book on negging because that is what he <laughs> yeah, does. Oh, yeah. And he's he's real good at it. Yeah. He's like, Jane, you're like actual trash. Like nobody would ever want to be with you. And she's like, wow, you're like really hot when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it. I think it's in this chapter. It may have been in the previous chapter, but she literally talks about how he has people over and he is like, Jane, get your art notebook so we can all look at it. (laughs) It's just like, oh my God. Yeah, I think that's coming up because she like talks about how she like finds him attractive for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. Yeah. So she did say that... uh, Oh, this does make Jane care for Odell even more, though, which is cute. She's like, she's got no parents, and Rochester's kind of a dick and has fully disowned her, so. No, her reaction to that is really cute. It's like, ah, maybe I do have something in common with this dumb child, (laughs) after all. and Maybe I shouldn't, like, maybe maybe I'll treat her, you know, like a human being. I think I'll do that. Yeah. Um, she's saying how she finds Rochester attractive now, and my note literally says, girl, what in the Stockholm Syndrome? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very much like, um, that, that sitcom episode where they're locked in an elevator together, and it's just like, ah, I have to acknowledge your humanity because we might die here together, so... Okay, yeah, I mean, you're not the ugliest human being I've ever seen. You are still pretty ugly, but in, like, an interesting way that, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's doing it for me now. Um, also, like, you know, you're not a weird preacher and you're not my cousin, so you got those two things going for you. It's like bulldogs, how they're, like, a little ugly, but they're, like, so cute for it, you know? 100%. She's absolutely. treating him like a bulldog. And he's described that way. He's like very stocky and weird, you know, like square. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. strange body type, bless his heart. It's just, it's the worst part is there's not a single thing this man can change about his like physical appearance to be any remotely better. Nope. And Jane always lets him know that apparently. <laughs> like, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I picture her like, that office meme where it's like Angela coming up on Dwight mm-hmm. and he like sees her and his automatic reaction is, ah! <laughs> it's like every time Jane sees Rochester, she's just like, ah! I mean, hello. <laughs> I, I love that. I'm, that's going to be my headcanon now. So she said she's starting to see the girl uh, good in him and my note says, girl, I am not seeing it, but okay. <laughs> fair. Absolutely fair. Yeah. So I guess he's been there eight weeks now and she's starting to like freak out at the idea of him leaving and being stuck with like Mrs. Fairfax and Adele for company, which what a vibe. (laughs) Yep. It's like, oh, I hope my terrible boss doesn't leave because then I'll just be stuck with this boring old lady and this dumb child. Oh my God. What have I gotten myself into? It's like when you like leave the really shitty job you had and now he's like kind of miss it because at least something entertaining was going on absolutely the hot mess is no longer there for you to observe and you're like hmm that was entertaining as terrible as it was and you try and reach out to your previous co-workers and you're like so like can you tell me kind of what's going on like anything please right 
what is john up to these days mm-hmm. is he still being a little okay all right i yeah. ride that high all the time i sometimes i go to the restaurant i used to work at and i'm like please give me something i give work me the from home all give me i the have goss. is my cat like i i there's no tea nothing interesting happening here what's going on with you all so at night she keeps hearing things including a demonic laugh oh my so- god <laughs> this this is where it gets legit like scary like this yeah. the scene of her like sitting in her bed just hearing people trying to get into her room laughing at her <laughs> oh my god no it, it's still freaky yeah like i i would quit immediately i'd be like sorry your house is haunted and i'm so, not really into that goodbye goodbye thanks bye 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 i don't want to die because of ghost yeah bye so um she then like leaves the room because she's like what's up with all this demon laughing i need to know she does the white person in a horror movie thing busts the door open she's like smoke flames fire let me go into it i'm a firefighter (laughs) yes like no jane what are you doing so yeah mr rochester's room fully on fire um he is not waking up though, so she nope. throws water on him, and he accuses her of being a witch and trying to drown him. <laughs> just, just a classic normal person reaction yeah. to your life being saved. Yeah, yeah. He like wakes up and he's like, "Witch!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, poor man. Oh my god. Yeah. So they like put the fire out. Jane's like, you want to, like, tell me what that was about? He's like, what do you know? (laughs) Right. He immediately goes into Spanish Inquisition mode. Like, tell me everything, Jane. What did you see? What did you hear? What did you smell? Yeah. What did you taste? Did you taste the ash in your tongue? Was it truly fire? Or Or was it witch fire? Yeah. So he's like, all right, Jane, um, you just, like, sit here. can you just can you just chill in my half burnt room i'll be right back yeah i'll be back um tell no one yeah a completely (laughs) normal request yeah um and then she's just like do i have to like wait for you to come back and he goes yes correct yes you do not leave and she's like what if like someone sees me in your room and he goes what do you have like morals or something like do you, do you plan to get married do you care what people <laughs> oh my god he's so he's such an asshole so, so good <laughs> so funny so um she's like i do know that that laugh sounded like grace pool and he goes who the fuck is grace pool <laughs> <laughs> he's and yeah it's just like the like, I can see the confusion on his face. And then he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was totally Grace Poole. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely not any other person or ghost. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Whom else could it be? Whomst. Whomst in this house, James. Whomst among us. I always forget whomst is a word because like, you know, you remember whom by him or and then but whomst I always go by himst. Himst. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm like, in what situation would I use this? In this one, yeah. when your ha- when your bed has been burned by a servant or ghost or something else, mm-hmm. and your weird governess is like, <laughs> I think Grace Poole did it, and you're like, yeah, whom else? <laughs> like, you know no shame in pointing fingers she goes here's the bus and i just threw grace pool <laughs> right the bus is coming to the station and jane just shoves both hands she's just like i just watched her go through the wheels i don't was i not supposed to like one time i heard a laugh and then you know mrs fairfax said probably grace and so i just took that to heart so every time someone laughs which you know we're legally obligated not to do correct i know it's grace right grace is the laugher uh and we all know this i believe rochester at one point literally is like jane you've probably never laughed in your life and it's like i don't think you have either my guy like between the two of you it's just it's not a laugh factory yeah no if he cracks a smile like his face will actually shatter (laughs) correct yes so um She's like sitting there. He runs to the third floor, comes back, and he's with Jane. And he's like holding her hand. And she's like, Why are you touching me? I'm going to go back to bed. And he's just like sitting there holding her hand. And she's like, She had food. Um, Her life is just too difficult. So I understand. Yeah. Relatable. I too scream into the void. <laughs> Whomst um, amongst us. Whomst <laughs> amongst us screams into the void <laughs> raise your hand so um yeah he keeps holding onto her hand and she's like i think i hear mrs fairfax and he goes oh okay sure i guess you can go to bed then i think first he's like nah old people sleep hard and jane's <laughs> like no it really is mrs fairfax he's like fuck okay fine like i don't know if he was nervous I don't know if he was hoping they'd bang. I don't know what his plan was. But did not want to let our girl Jane leave. Mm-mm. No. It's a mystery. What is what is going on in that man's brain? <laughs> Who's among us? <laughs> We've all been there, you know? <laughs> um... I don't oh, okay the next chapter i don't have that many notes so i think we actually can't handle it let's do it actually get the three chapters out we can do it yeah chapter 16 not a lot going on no just... lots of pining so much pining and just i appreciate that there is a grace pool interrogation mm-hmm. and shane is like this bitch yeah <laughs> she's doing that whole thing where it's like have you ever had that friend that um always like know something's wrong with someone and like i don't know what the fuck it is about judy but something something is Some not right thing yeah <laughs> yes jane is like i'm going to figure it out i'm yeah. going to put on my little detective hat and i'm gonna go talk to grace pool <laughs> she has a notebook <laughs> out and she's like tell me where you were last night and who can cooperate <laughs> it's so good because jane is like i'm so smart i'm gonna go get this out of grace pool and then grace pool is like why are you so suspicious what were you doing last night and just like <laughs> flips the entire table and jane is like oh no 
Yeah, graceful queen of cross-examination. 100%. Uh, formidable. I would not want to try and interrogate this woman. Mm-mm, mm-mm. To blame someone for demon laughing, like, they picked a good one. Absolutely. <laughs> I, also, I also love that Jane's just trying to, like, sort out what's going on with Grace Poole, and she's mm-hmm. like, did, like, she and Mr. Rochester bang? <laughs> Can't be. Can't be. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, her list goes from, like, maybe they spoke once to they were banging. <laughs> yes, it's very, there's, like, not a lot of in-between. She's like, like, all I know about men is that you can either be their friend or you have to bang them. Like, yep. I don't, you know, the line is you meet once, you get married. So. Correct. That is, that is what, that is how Victorian times works. <laughs> So we are on to chapter 16. Um, Jane is both looking forward to and also terrified at the idea of running into Mr. Rochester. Yes, because things got weird. Yeah. In that burned bedroom. Mm-hmm. She's like, he looked at me in the eyes a little too long, and I think I just fell in love. So I can still feel his hand on mine. This is, yeah. oh no. <laughs> She's like, what is this fluttering feeling? <laughs> so... Uh, the house is all starting to find up, about, find out about him uh, waking up to a fire blazing in his home, in his room, I mean. Um, and I love people like, I love whisper networks. I really do, uh, especially in books. So I love like the diluted information that's going down from each person. They're like, I heard that like, it was a flame, the whole thing burnt to a crisp. And then you like look in the room and it's like one is like a little singed on the bottom, like one right. curtain. Some partial singeing happening. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Jane overhears the ladies talking about it and realizes that among them is Grace Poole. And I guess the story they're going with is that uh, he was reading with a candle and fell asleep and then yep. woke up, didn't alert anybody, and just put it all out. No, I fucking... <laughs> when when jane's trying to be all snoopy then grace Poole is like i don't know you're the closest to him didn't you hear anything yeah grace is like or, i mean jane was like did you not hear um him all the way from the servants quarters which are uh five a five minute brisk walk right on the other side of the house you didn't hear like i don't know jane you were literally next door so um, and then Jane's like, you know, I heard a laugh. Um, so what do you have to say about that? And Grace is like, you didn't investigate the laugh? You didn't check in on that at all? And Jane's like, no. I also love the exchange where Grace Poole is like, why were you scared? Wasn't your door locked? And Jane was like, no. Grace was like, why aren't you locking your door, fam? what are you doing you gotta bolt that shit she's like there's people in this house that you've never met before and you're telling me you don't lock your door and there could be bandits (laughs) she's like this is like kind of a safe area but like people know that he's rich so you might want to start locking your door and jane's like oh my god she's learning information about me (laughs) jane's like no she's knowing my location shit does does this connect to the wi-fi do you know my wi-fi <laughs> right oh my god jane meanwhile like burning everything she owns just in case grace pool finds out about stuff yeah 
all of our pictures are in the garbage now. So, um, yeah, lots of cross questioning. To the, and then they're like, "Cat, what? Tell me what the problem is." I think she was in the shower because it echoes. So oh. if she meows in the shower. She just like likes the way it echoes back at her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, but someone tries to summon Grace to dinner, and she's like, "Just don't worry about it. Like I'll warm it up later." And they're like, "What about like porridge?" She's like, "It's fine." So sketch. So <laughs> sketch. Yeah. She's like, "Don't worry. I'll warm it up later." You you know it's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. And they're like, are you sure you don't want to get out of this conversation? Or <laughs> Grace, who's been having fun toying with Jane Eyre, I'm pretty sure, is like, no, we're fine. Yeah. Jane's sweating. <laughs> right. Just like pale, pasty, sweat, trying to leave. Just like, yeah. Okay, bye. And then she's like, um, different tactic. Jane, Mrs. Fairfax is ready for your tea. And she's like, thank God. <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. I'm out. <laughs> Um, and then on her walk to go hang out with Mrs. Fairfax, she's like, why was this girl not fired? Like, there's only two logical answers for her not being fired. Either she's very good at her job, which she's not, or not option one. Yeah. She's like, we're not looking behind that door. Second option is they're banging. Yep. We're back there. Oh, maybe it is. Oh, gross. That is what's going on. No. She goes, why do I feel kind of jealous? Hmm. Mm. Weird. Um, and then she like spirals and she's like, I think Mr. Rocha's just into me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The whole conversation she has with Mrs. Fairfax is just like, sorry, I may be getting ahead of ourselves, but. No, we were right there. So you're good. Okay. Yeah. Mrs. Fairfax is just like, oh, he's gone. Because Jane's like, where is Mr. Rochester? She's just like, oh, he's out. (laughs) He left, uh, you know. Uh, And he's just having a party. And he's hanging out with, like, some really hot chicks. Yeah. And I'm just picturing Jane just, like, sitting there getting smaller and smaller (laughs) and smaller and smaller as Mrs. Fairfax just, like, bludgeons her dreams to death. It's horrible. She basically was like, oh, Mr. Rochester, he's at the strip club, you know. (laughs) Right. Uh, You know, as as a gentleman does. (laughs) Yeah, he uh, has a favorite there, and then they go home together. So it's scandalous, but you know she is the hottest person anyone has ever seen in this entire town. So that's right. We finally have a hot person. <laughs> yeah. So we find out that he goes to this party, and there's this girl there named. Do do do. I have it here somewhere. Oh. Blanche Ingram. That's the girl's name. Blanche, yeah. Yeah. So Mrs. Fairfax is like, not only is she the hottest girl in town, but she also sings very well. Great singer. Nice. Yep. Piano killer. Like great at everything. She draws well. Like every accomplishment. They'll be like, she speaks like 15 languages. You know? You're just like why does this human being exist? Oh my god. 
She's got dual PhDs and then she volunteers at the animal shelter every weekend. <laughs> That's right. She's adopted several children, made sure that they are well taken care of and educated. Uh, you know. And she, she lives in her mansion, but she gives most of her money to the poor. Yep. Um she's converted know. part of it to uh shelter for the unhoused uh mm-hmm. and a soup kitchen, which is great. Yeah. Which she actually still works at every single weekend. It's it's truly shocking that she finds the time. Where does she find the time, honestly? And then Jay's just like dying inside. <laughs> just like literal, literally shriveling up. Just like, oh no. <laughs> She's like, so not only am I ugly and not good at anything, but my competition is the best human being alive. Literally a perfect human being. Great. Love it. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, uh, Mrs. Fairfax is like, you should have saw the two of them together last year. Um, they sang a duet. And she's like, he can sing? Right? <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh my God. This whole scene is just all of Jane's ha- ha- hopes and dreams crumbling around her. It's it's so sad. It is. Um, yeah. So she's like, I, I think I'm actually full. I'm going to I'm going to go like I'm going to go to bed now. Um, <laughs> right. Mrs. Fairfax is like, well, it is 5 p.m. So I guess that's reasonable. <laughs> She's like, yeah, the sun is barely out still. So I think I also will go to bed. That sounds great. What else is there to do? Truly. So Jane's like in her room and she's like, you know what? I am worthless. I am the worst person alive. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a photorealistic version of myself and a photorealistic version of um, Mrs. Ingram or Miss Ingram. Whom I've never seen. Whom I've never Never, seen. Never seen. And um, I'm going to call mine ugly, worthless, (laughs) bane of existence. (laughs) Terrible. And then I'll call hers beautiful, gorgeous. All right. So then um, she's like, I'm not allowed to have a crush because, yeah, I'm literally so out of his class, both financially. I I am garbage. Yeah. I am a garbage person. Yeah. And then uh, Mrs. Fairfax also pulls, or yeah, Mrs. Fairfax also pulls the, well, he's 40 and she's 25, so he'd never even try it. And I'm like, Jane, you are 18. Right, Jane is 18 and just like, fuck. God damn it. She's like, what other options am I to have? This is literally the only human man I know. <laughs> help. Yeah, help me. Um, and she's like, every day I'm going to look at these two portraits and remind myself that I'm ugly and worthless. And I'm like, this is really bad for your, you know... Jane absolutely needs therapy and she is absolutely not getting it. And it's unfortunate for her. Therapy should be, I mean, we've already talked about how she needs therapy for her vampire waif orphan childhood, but now she needs therapy for this as well. And it's just like the bills are mounting because it's a lot and it's just not going to be invented. And it's very sad. Yep. It's, it's a lot, but uh, yeah, she does actually follow through with this. Takes her like a week, I guess. Yep. So and at the end of it, she has internalized her self-loathing even more. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to forget about Rochester. It's like, hmm. it was cute while it lasted, I guess. Yeah. Like, 
it's so dramatic and i love that i really just picturing like mrs fairfax walking in on like jane's daily i'm ugly meditations and just like the two pictures on the wall Mm -hmm. and mrs fairfax just being like i don't know who that other bitch is (laughs) (laughs) because we jane no one has seen miss ingram you don't know who she what she looks like but it's just like why is there this other lady on your wall why is she super (laughs) hot who that right who that oh my god i just i like the idea that mrs fairfax is like oh this is her other girlfriend probably like (laughs) they're such a cute couple yeah (laughs) she is the beauty to her ugly duckling oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i also want to preface that i (laughs) i feel like i should mention I don't think Bella Ramsey is ugly. I know we're roasting no, Jane here. No, no, no. I think they are great. No, so I have a I have a theory that Jane Eyre is actually not ugly. Like yeah. she describes herself as ugly, but I think that's just the internalized like depression and self-loathing. Yeah. I think she's probably just normal and Mr. Rochester is just a neg. It's yeah. like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're totally ugly. And it's like this is a perfectly normal human being and you're yeah. just being a jackass. Like, I just, I imagine her just being, like, very normal, but, like, surrounded by, like, this really, like, supermodel runway woman who's, like, probably, like, six foot gorgeous. That's what I'm imagining is going on here. Yes, I think that's 100% what's happening. Love that. Love that. I just feel like I need to preface that from the beginning of the episode to where I was right now. <laughs> that is fair. I mean, I also, like, I think Jane Eyre is sort of autobiographical and, like, go look at a portrait of Charlotte Bronte. She's not an unattractive woman. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just a normal looking woman. Like, there's, yeah. she's not ugly. She's, it's fine. It's but fine. I think, I think there's a lot of, like, self-loathing and feelings of awkwardness that are being poured into this character. And because Jane is our only narrator and people don't understand unreliableness in that sense, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she's totally ugly. It's like, I don't, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Anyway. I mean, at 18, didn't we all think we were ugly? Yes. Yeah. And if you didn't. Must be nice. <laughs> right. But that is all we have for today. Thank you so much, Alex, for joining me. Where can the people of the internet find you and the stuff you're working on? Thank you for having me. Uh, the people of the internet can find me on Twitter at MightiestFin, where I will be posting about all of the games that I write and the games that I run and the games that I'm in, which are uh, much to my own and my partner's uh, chagrin, just increasing. Just there are more of them. Every time I look at my calendar, I think it's angry with me that I keep adding things to it. But I'm having fun, and hopefully if you join me for them, uh, you will have fun too all that matters honestly but we will catch you all in the next episode where maybe we get more rochester but maybe he dies i don't know anything could happen anything could happen see you in the next chapter bye bye